Welcome to another India Independent Films podcast. Uh, my name is Rahul Desai. I have, as usual, with me my good friend and the Wire film critic Tanul Thakur. Uh, today we're going to uh, discuss uh, the new Netflix film, uh, Alankrita Shivastav's Dolly Kitty or Wo Chamakte Sitare. I actually had to read out the title because I keep getting it wrong and I keep confusing it with Sonu Sonu ke Tittu ke Sweety, which is kind of meta also in a way. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so. uh i think the film sort of got mixed reviews it released a couple of days ago uh before we get to the film uh i just wanted to also say that uh, on it was one of the rare sort of occasions where we did not uh, the reviewers didn't get a screener before and so we watched it like the old days like uh, in a rush on friday like everyone else when it dropped on netflix and then we were in that very typical frenzied friday state of sort of uh trying to write the review on the same day and get it out by the evening or next morning or something like that so i i think like for me personally it was the worst nightmare i mean it was my nightmare come true because it was not a film i hated it wasn't a film i loved either and i definitely saw a lot of merit in the film which are, which are actually the toughest kind of reviews to write because you know you're in the middle of two sort of very Uh, you know easy opinion so for me personally it was a little bit of a challenge and it took a while on friday i struggled a little bit because i think i've been out of practice deadlines wise uh, tanul yeah i mean uh, actually the opposite i would say uh, i mean uh, you obviously uh, prefer a screener and an advance uh, you know screening so to speak so that you have time to mull over and things like that which which obviously is helpful and uh, <clears throat> and makes sense in uh, but there are but there are times where uh, you know you kind of i mean pushed into the proverbial corner and uh, you just don't want to think a lot i mean i know it it, it sounds uh, odd but uh, you know you you sort of just want to uh, uh, get on with it but but yeah, i mean even even i had sort of uh, i had i it took me quite some time to sort of get going uh, for yeah. sure but mm-hmm. uh, but i also uh, i i i i thought that it was it was fine i don't know because once once i i, I got into it i thought it was and i i won't say it was an easy review to write but i mean uh, while watching the film it just so happened this time i would say that uh, i had a fair idea of of what i wanted to talk about and it's become interesting i don't know uh, at least over the last uh, few months uh, especially during the lockdown where uh, we've had a bunch of films where you know uh, you like uh, parts of them uh, you yeah. don't uh, there are things that don't quite work and 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 stuff like that so it becomes an interesting exercise to sort of you know just uh, to to gather your own thoughts and to sort of uh, uh, comment on it uh, while writing about both the pluses and the minuses uh, as opposed to a piece which is either straightforward uh, endorsement or um, not a gush but i mean uh, hey i liked it or hey this this sucks completely so i think uh, it's and and for me it's 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 definitely a matter of i don't know i mean uh, it's definitely not like anybody's keeping a track and things like that but uh, i have this habit i don't know reputation whatever it is of panning films <laughs> so when i when i like a film or when i like certain parts of it and all of that and uh, especially a film like this uh, i did not have much idea about uh, to be honest i hadn't seen the trailer and things like that but just in general as well apart from the cast and everything uh and uh, there were a few things and uh, when it started to surprise me and things like that i started to, like make a mental note and i thought i'll probably discuss them uh, while writing uh, the thing so it was quite enjoyable although as you rightly mentioned there was there, there was a constraint of i mean uh, the screen not being there yeah i guess, i guess it has its uh, sort of advantages in a way like but the, uh, you're right about the fact that in over the last 4 or 5 months especially given the number of ott releases and no theaters uncannily there have been a lot of films as you said where we've sort of fallen in between and trying to uh, be being torn between the uh, the merits and the demerits of a film because for some reason i think like when we were in a normal world watching films uh, you know whenever either friday or before that uh, i think our reviews used to be 
more straightforward either pans or waves you know and now suddenly yeah. we are forced to discover a middle ground maybe i don't know if it's anything to do with the streaming part of it but uh, i think uh, uh, you know there's a more nuanced way of looking at it saying just because you didn't like parts of the film and even though some parts of even this film for example some parts absolutely failed uh, you, you still yeah. find the new the, uh, the you know the sort of power to Uh, be able to appreciate a lot of good things about the film which i'll be honest i wouldn't have been in a position to do uh, say last year or something i might have straight away maybe uh, the overwhelming tone of my review might have been then negative but right now uh, i even i was surprised while writing the review because i started out the first two paragraphs were you know about the flaws of the film and then i suddenly found myself heading into what was good about the film and the entire review then became like a positive thing so which is a good thing because if you think about it all the titles raat ke liye gunjan saksena gulabo sitabo so many middle not middling yeah. but so many interesting even class of 83 for that matter i mean yeah. you you disliked it mostly but uh, yeah. you know for me at least uh, and and things like that and i think sorry did i cut you no 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 go on hmm. ha so uh, i i mean honestly more than a good or a bad film uh, i just want a film that challenges me and yeah. uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a film uh, i mean a film that sort of uh, allows you to think a film that i mean uh, and uh, allows you to think not just in terms of how good or bad it is but also allows you to <clears throat> consider the whole proportion of it right say uh, so uh, for example i'll say that in this movie uh, i would say that i liked 80 to 85% of it 80% of it did not quite like 15 or 20% yeah. of it now so now then you have to i mean then i mean it's obviously not such a straightforward uh, uh mathematical uh uh consideration of things right the, the, then you see that okay yeah. what was what did that 80% mean to you what uh, when you say that you like this uh, what did you like in it why did you like it and and bunch of things and and when you say that you d- did not like this uh, what were the things that you know uh that you did not like and uh, where were they coming from uh, what was the exact nature of those flaws the sloppiness and things like that and then it sort of allows you allows me i mean to <clears throat> to just uh, reconsider the uh, your overall assessment of the film and then to sort of you know frame your uh, 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 points accordingly and uh, the hindi films sadly do not i mean typically give you that luxury or give you that delight i would say you know i mean yeah. uh, these little knots that you that, that you get into while trying to you know uh, uh, disentangle a film in your own head i very much like that and and it's something that's obviously i mean uh, not uh, probably not visible on the page or or, or anything else it's it, it it's it's a very personal feeling and it's one of the few things that i'm very Uh, that i'm very thankful uh, i mean it, it obviously doesn't come up a lot sadly but uh, whenever it does uh, it it it's a beautiful reminder of me as to why i love doing this uh, thing in the first place so it was, it was uh, so it's it's enjoyable and i hope we get to see a few more films i mean obviously you the hope is that you you get to see more uh, quote and quote uh, uh, solid films but i don't think i'll quite mind uh, in films where uh, uh, the level of engagement is at a is at some level uh, decent or is is stokes something in you i mean and it's obviously so personal right say gulabo sitabo stirred something in you it really did not in me and and you obviously want to be in the latter you obviously want to be moved you always want to be thinking about things uh, in a matter uh, that it means something to you yeah yeah that's true and uh, yeah coming to the film um, what were uh, what did you i mean obviously the easy way to go about it is saying that you know lipstick under your uh, lipstick under my burqa was uh, obviously uh, sort of arguably the bigger film out of her last two films and because of the mm-hmm. controversies that preceded that film that film obviously gained a lot of hype uh, before and and i remember Uh, even reading your review and it was uh, it was a very very interesting film there were again i found it, my reaction to this film very similar to my reaction to that film because there were uh, as you said to put it in quantifiable terms there was about 10 or 15% i was absolutely turned off by in both these films and then but then you i, I started realizing that the other 80% actually meant a lot not because of the numbers 
uh, or anything but because simply because of what the uh, narrative is trying to accomplish especially in this film because uh, for me lipstick had like four sort of protagonists uh, from different uh, different ages different walks of life four women uh, which is why uh, you could actually represent different dimensions of uh, i think it was set in bhopal and uh, which is why yeah. you could actually uh, represent different problems different uh, patriarchal dimensions different uh, uh, different narratives uh, so per se here there are only two women there are two technically two protagonists and uh, the, the first thing that because of that the first thing that stood out to me is there was a lot uh, being packed into the story of these two protagonists they are two cousins and uh, living in noida uh, one has newly come from bihar the younger one uh, and the older one already lives there she's married um, uh, leads a very middle class life two kids a husband who's a little bit creepy so i mean i felt like you know alankrita was at the same time trying to pack in a lot of what she wanted to say into these two stories as a result of which i thought there were a lot of cross connections in the narrative but you know if when when i started looking deeper into the moments of the film there were a lot of images that will stay with me there are a lot of scenes that will stay with me uh, tanul yeah it's it's quite interesting that you uh, that you start off with you know i mean your engagement with lipstick under my burqa and uh, i think i i must have read your review then but i i i don't remember it now because i mean uh, my impression was that uh, that our views were fairly aligned uh, on the movie so uh, for me lipstick under my burqa I, i i really liked i mean i through i i like the movie almost throughout i think uh, <clears throat> i did not quite like its uh, climax and uh, a few things i mean uh, that was the only i mean again mathematically if you want to put it for me that movie was a 95 to a 97% a and 2 to 3 or a 5% a you know so so i i i i remember being very very impressed by Uh, by that movie uh this uh uh unlike lipstick though i mean you know uh, although the foundational principles uh or like the way uh, alankrita approaches both the stories are quite similar you know i i uh you starting off with lipstick actually made me go back to my lipstick review and uh, i just read that in the first paragraph uh of the lipstick review i i write that appearances can be deceptive and well that's literally the first line of uh, my uh, this review as well uh, dolly kitty you know so it's 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 fascinating to me that you know uh, uh, there is a very clear and consistent authorial uh, voice and some some kind of filmmaking uh, preoccupation or a central thesis uh, to uh, the entire enterprise at least the last two films i haven't seen a debut turning 30 but uh, you know <clears throat> the fact that people live double lives and things like that so uh, uh, so for me uh, dolly kitty you know uh, it's <clears throat> it's uh, and and as you rightly mentioned i mean you know i think lipstick was also helped in large parts by you know how some of the films or some of the stories or i mean um, even books for that matter are are at times uh, inherently helped by the world or by uh, by the canvas of the characters themselves so i mean uh, as you mentioned lipstick a lot of heavy lifting or a lot of sharing of the load so to speak was done uh, among all the four characters right and they have these different lives they have these uh, different things going on in their lives and stuff like that and and obviously a different character means a different story it means different sets of people a different uh, a literal uh, different way of engage engaging with them i think uh, what really happens with uh, dolly kitty is that after a point uh, so for me dolly kitty the first hour was like brilliant i really enjoyed the first hour of the movie and uh, and i uh, remember uh, getting quite i mean surprised by uh, that that how much i enjoyed the first hour also because so it, it's something that doesn't happen quite a lot and uh, and um, i i i i remember checking the time stamp as to just to see how many like you know uh, what was the what was the run time that i was at so i thought huh an hour has passed and you know 
I I'm still very 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 much in it, and I can't see anything uh, till now that uh, that is distracting me from the director's uh, vision or the story or the world or whatever it is uh, uh, where that uh, where she wants us to be. So, but definitely, I mean, uh, after a point, uh, it's it becomes a hostage to his to its own ambition, and yeah. and again, it's uh, it's both a yes or a no there. I mean, I would any day watch a film. uh that tries a lot that risks a lot and still perhaps quote and quote fails as opposed to a movie that is just way too uh uh what do you call it uh, uh, way too complacent or way too i mean uh smug in its own bubble of uh, uh it's it's uh, it's it's its own bubble of if not mediocrity at, at least it's its own banal uh world view uh, so to speak and i did not think that was the case uh with with uh, uh dolly kitty and and even when there were things that weren't working which of course there are quite a few uh <clears throat> in the last half hour and definitely in the last hour as well even those things i could uh, it came to me as a uh, i took them with a with some sense of empathy rather than uh, with uh, with condescension or derision or whatever and i'll be the last person to say that i don't have those qualities i definitely do and you know that, that there are times you are just waiting that yaar kya matlab you know i mean when you see something is sloppy 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 and and uh, and then the film gives you something that's okay this is absolutely unacceptable you kind of latch on to it yeah and 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 you sort of you know uh, build your own uh, uh, logic or your piece uh, working through those uh, navigating through those uh, sloppy threads uh, i mean ideally it shouldn't be like that but then uh, many a times it's like that in this movie though i mean uh, it's it was just that i was just so convinced and definitely so moved till a point that i thought that i thought that okay this doesn't work definitely this also doesn't work but theek hai i mean i get it i mean it's it's obviously slightly disappointing it's obviously slightly uh, unfortunate but uh, but as i said uh, i i i found in myself some empathy to sort of like uh, tie in the whole thing and and do not dismiss it uh, uh, it entirely uh, because that definitely yeah. was not my experience yeah i i actually understood why she took certain routes you know the mistakes you're talking about for for example uh, that fun fair scene where there's a shootout in the fun fair uh as a bad as <laughs> really yeah. bad yeah it's a horribly filmed and edited scene you know on a on a craft level it's a failure but i also understand narratively why she uh, resorted to that you know because i feel hmm. like the thing is i, I get it because uh, you have to somehow combine the two worlds you cannot keep Uh, them apart for too long because they are going to influence each other whether you like it or not and of course it wasn't the best decision to use a sort of stupid shootout at a fun fair i know there was a fun fair scene also in a previous film which was actually done very well uh, because there were a lot of characters uh, at that fun fair i think oh, that was a good scene that, that was, was a fun a, that was a fun scene yeah yeah that, I, and given what we saw here, where there's you know there's a DJ. I've, at some points, I was like, how are they at the same place? Like these two characters, like Bhumi and Konkana. Uh, uh, how are they at the same? Some of them are dancing, some of them are outside. Suddenly, this Hindutva moral brigade reaches there and starts shooting people. It felt a bit weird, but I understood why she took that route because for me, this film uh, Dolly Kitty had like an emotional bandwidth of a ten episode web series. You know, it's something you can only resolve. Uh, in a long form narrative uh, because i recently watched chudails the pakistani series i'm not sure if you watch mm. it or not but no i haven't uh, but hearing great things though yeah you yeah it's so it's very similar and it actually changed my perception of watching uh, say these patriarchy smashing films or these films about women's empowerment and with very strong women at its center it changed my perception of it because i feel like it's such a slow burn process that cannot be resolved in one scene or one moment like in the end of this film we see konkana suddenly change after leaving her husband and accepting the fact that her son uh, you know has sort of feminine traits and yeah. likes dolls and she basically puts a pink hairband on his 
that felt too easy you know in, in normal in the normal world in real time so that will take months and years to arrive at least a couple of episodes 3 hours of screen time to arrive at uh, and that's what chudels also taught me because at some point in chudels even there also there are four women it's pakistani society so more or less the same as the indian urban society uh, and it, it's the same thing because it, it's you wonder at some point where the narrative is going there and why they need to be going for 10 episodes and then you realize that uh, that breaking free and you know empowerment so to say is not uh, always a solution it cannot always be the solution in a film it has to be the process in the film it has to be slow like there were scenes in this film where it became a solution like there were uh, scenes where bhumi was lecturing konkana uh, you know out of nowhere there were scenes where the, this fun fair thing then where, where you know both of them towards the end wake up together where bhumi is basically giving a monologue about how they are opening a call center for lonely women instead of lonely men the thing is all of this might I, i get it why it's on paper and it there are very good ideas but it just that the bandwidth needed uh, something longer like in my mind i just started accepting it as a long form series and we are only watching highlights of it so uh, th- that's how i started accepting the flaws in this film and which is why i could also start appreciating what was uh, good in this film uh, even for me like it, for example as you mentioned the first star was terrific Uh, and you know even i found nothing uh, wrong per se and the the world building the fact that they chose greater noida as a setting uh, you know the the way they sort of introduced uh, both of their characters and had bhumi go into the call center adult call center business and the way they played out konkana's character i all i thought it was very good but when the story felt that burden to uh, sort of uh, get a move on is when things more or less came apart but it still managed to give us a decent idea of what alankrita was going for yeah and uh, i th- i think that point about uh, you know a more of a slow burner slash a long form piece i think it's bang on uh, i uh, that's not how uh, i had uh, uh, thought this through in my head i just I, i i just had a feeling that it could have at least been you know say 30 to 40 minutes longer but then obviously it didn't for some reason strike me that i mean it could have been a completely different format itself and and that's true you know because and the fact is uh and that's something that you see in a lot of films that that are good but really don't hit a home run uh, so to speak at the end and uh, and that's so because i feel uh, they are at odds with their own mechanics or at their uh, their odds at their own uh, uh, storytelling uh, scene so to speak so i mean if you see the first hour of the film or say the first 30 40 minutes the whole setting up the act one and things like that i mean that stuff is so nicely done because you know and and not necessarily because it's slow because it's just allowing you uh to come to terms uh with the story and uh, it's taking its own time to develop its beats it's hitting the beats as well and it's just just slowly uh, without consciously realizing i suppose you've become a part of these characters journeys their worlds their struggles the challenges uh and uh, at some places their in- ingenuities as well you know and uh, <clears throat> so when you see a, a half hazard approach uh, towards the end uh, when you see that you know the sense of uh, uh, this genuine uh, this genuine sense of being cornered or this genuine sense of uh, facing a tall challenge is kind of replaced by a few things that are just popping out of nowhere say a shootout say an arrest say i mean uh, you know these these kind of things you feel that it's not the same film anymore you know and i think that's at least my problem with many films or tv series or web series or whatever that you watch uh, wherein you know you say that i don't like it i think for me i mean I, I, and i know there can be numerous other ways uh, as well and i'm sure there are but definitely one of the ways is when when i see that the film is being discordant you know and it's it, it's it's not quite following its own lead it 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 feels like it almost feels as if somebody else rewrote that part somebody else you know uh 
had a had a role in sort of shaping slash reshaping it and you just for a second feel that the director has sort of you know deserted you i mean so much of it is this did this uh uh what do you call it unknowable sort of a relationship between a filmmaker and an audience uh while they are watching the film right so suddenly you, when you feel that you know uh that you almost feel that somebody else has uh, directed this portion that you there's this sense of i mean i, I wouldn't say betrayal that's way too dramatic but i would definitely uh, but i would definitely say that you feel that i mean uh, that's almost it's something uh, authored by a different individual and that sense of discordancy is something i like to interpret is <clears throat> as something that did not work for me so and that's definitely there in dolly kitty yeah ditto i mean uh, like as i said like i i totally understand the decision making as a script writer but it totally uh, sort of fell flat and betrayal is actually not that dramatic a word because that also uh, basically depicts our sense of engagement with the film because we then that means we are in a relationship with the film uh, especially after the first hour and the way it sort of eased us into their worlds and treating us not as viewers but as sort of uh, flies on the wall or onlookers uh, and not basically preaching to us that this is how life is in delhi this is how men are in delhi or this is how women uh, want to be in delhi uh, it it sort of eased us into that environment and that's why you know even i did uh, uh, feel those pangs of sort of betrayal when when the film disappoints you at the most unlikely moments uh, uh, and even though you understand why the film did it what it did like the arrest you mentioned for example even that too uh, you you understand why it it sort of exists on paper but yeah this film had a few moments like that but you know coming to uh, some of the uh, some of my favorite parts of the film uh, I, i'd say you know you know i'm i'm always conflicted about what i feel uh, I, i'm an, i mean i i've always liked konkana uh, you know throughout her career i'm a big you know uh, she's never really given yeah. a bad performance for to say big, and big, same big with, big fan i yeah, can big, i can watch her in an ad which runs for 2 hours and she could be selling detergent and i yeah. won't fucking care <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know very very good even in this film and that that's the thing this this film sort of took me back to one short film she did in 2013 or 14 uh, i think it was called nayantara's necklace so it was one of the first short films uh, first sort of डिफरेंट फिल्म इट वॉज even konkana played a very similar role there too you know she is playing a um, sort of married privileged women woman there who who dreams of life beyond a middle class existence and she takes tilotama under her wing tilotama is a very simpleton sort of middle class housewife and she basically the modern housewife takes the not so modern housewife under her wing and starts you know basically uh, trying to teach her about you know how to sort of come out of her Uh, self uh, and you know uh, even though and i like the fact that even in that konkana is the mo- is a very complicated character i mean i i uh, i definitely recommend that short film to anyone who hasn't seen it and and her performance here reminded me of that film and it was sort of an extension of that character for me because here she is playing uh, more or less a housewife who's dreaming beyond her means too uh, even her work uh, at a government office or wherever she is working is for fun and the way the men treat her Uh, there also gives us a very real picture of how uh, she is basically just doing it to pass time and to not keep herself uh, uh, too occupied with her philandering husband so you know i i like the fact that uh, she sort of still kept the performance very uh, very rooted and uh, i i like the fact that their relationship konkana's and uh, uh, bhumi's relationship sort of subverted that entire uh the the age gap and the whole uh, the older taking the younger under the wing because in the end it was obviously the younger sort of setting free the older person uh, 
uh, at the same time. So I, I, I kind of liked all that and I really enjoyed Bhumi's character and what she did for a living. The, the way she meets Vikrant Mase on, uh, you know, on that phone sex app or whatever it is, Red Rose. Uh, and the way they sort of flirt and the way they form this very uh, uh, tender but you know at the same time even the viewer at the back of his mind is like you know there's disaster around the corner sort of thing I, I like that I like the fact like one of my favorite scenes in the film is very early on when Bhumi uh, becomes a voice operator at this call center and a guy calls her uh, uh, I think you know he basically wants to uh, he wants to uh, her to help him come he wants to masturbate on the phone and uh, uh, and she doesn't know what to do and she starts singing a Sri Devi song from I think Mr. India yeah. or something and, and you know yeah. it, it can come across as gimmicky in any other film with any other actors but with with, the, with Bhumi the way she plays the scene uh, and with, with the fact the way the scene ended this scene ends basically uh, with us judging the guy because we are prone to judging any North Indian men who are calling her at the call center saying, Acha, uh, please make me come. I just need to do that. Uh, but I had a tough day. So we are as viewers prone to judging these men. And, uh, you know, because they are in Delhi, they are in Noida or whatever it is. And then at the end of the scene, we re- there's, a, there's a shot at the end of the scene that reveals uh, that the man is calling from the living room and his be- his wife is in a coma in the bedroom with all hospital apparatus around her. And you immediately understand the story of the man. And you immediately stop judging him. And you know, you and even though he's desperate on the on the phone and it may seem vulgar on first uh, you know on first view and you may feel bad for Bhumi. At the end of the scene you totally understand both sides of the equation. And that was a lovely little touch. And that sort of just really eased me into uh, uh, the way the film doesn't really judge uh, I mean, obviously, it is lecturing, it, not lecturing, it is preaching that do not judge the women who do this profession or do do any va- different variants of this profession. But it also, uh, you know, dare to go to the other side and say, do not judge the people who are lonely enough to call on these uh, on these apps or who go onto these apps uh, looking for company and not just to be relieved. So I, I really like that the film had different perspectives in that sense. Yeah, and you know, I mean, what makes that scene really, for me, uh, really important or, or or really good also is the fact that, you know, it again sort of ties in with what, with what I thought was the film's central thesis, I mean, among other things, uh, is this whole interplay between, again, appearance and deception, you know. First, there is, I mean, uh, this guy in that phone conversation, there is this appearance of uh, <clears throat> this guy who's just a garden variety horny yeah. slash entitled uh, uh, unfeeling callous person but then then you get deceived because then I mean people are complex people uh, uh, are all made up of uh, I mean uh, goods and the bads the yins and the yangs you know things like that and it's just it's 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 heartening to see that uh, that a filmmaker uh, is very willing to craft individual scenes that do not just justify the scene in its entirety and kind of elevates the scene uh, beyond our initial expectation, but simultaneously justifies that scene in the universe of the film itself. I think I, I have a lot of uh, respect for such kind of filmmaking, which is which is both uh, attuned with the micro and the macro. You know, it it just tells you a filmmaker who's thought through. Uh, the entire thing it tells you of, uh, that you are in the hands of a filmmaker uh, who uh, is very sure of what she wants to say and in what way whether you like it or not that's a separate thing but just the fact that you know a filmmaker being uh, uh, be, again being so in tune with the very pulse uh, of the story is something that uh, I very much appreciate as an audience and you know something that's also interesting is while I was watching the film, I couldn't uh, get the space, time, whatever, to make a note of that in that review, the, the review. But, you know, I mean, this is the third film, at least in the last three years, that's uh, that uh, a part of it is centered on lonely people having conversations over the phone with almost similar kinds of scenes. You know, I mean, you had Tumhari Sulu. I mean, Dream Girl, yeah. a lot of people didn't care for it. I was okay with the movie and at least with, uh, with that portion. Even in this film, you know, I mean, there is this uh, genuine sense of inquiry into the loneliness of uh, 
uh of of people living in 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 these big cities always surrounded by gadgets always surrounded by people always surrounded by the glitziness of the whole thing and yet there is i mean a haunting searching loneliness that's uh that they are surrounded by and and to i mean you know not necessarily castigate them for uh being these uh lonely people who are also very you know uh horny or entitled or whatever i mean i mean you can uh, that won't be bad necessarily i'm saying but it's i mean a complex piece of uh uh film is <clears throat> is more intriguing than than a polemic piece and uh, <laughs> and coming back to i mean you know uh just extrapolating your point about you know your first point of engagement with the film which you say was that scene for me uh, was a scene which which was very i mean uh, relatively ordinary on the surface uh, but i i i i remember being very moved by it so there's this one scene <coughs> early in the film where uh, she uh, with uh, amir bashir's character she goes to uh, the to this uh, this flat that they have recently booked and things like that and then there's a, a a a broker who's talking about you know how great this flat is and stuff like that and then uh, they're standing in the balcony and and the guys like you know the balcony is so airy and things like that she just recently discovered that you know <coughs> the kitchen sink has a very fancy tap and she's just uh, taken in by the whole thing and then you have and then she says something to the lines of i mean she's very visibly excited about the idea of moving in and and things like that and then there is a shot i don't know if it was intentioned or not uh but i th- i i i think at the very moment that she's talking about uh that you know what a great place would it be to move in and all of that i think the camera just goes back to just show what place is she really marveling and then you see that she's just surrounded or like uh, her place is almost suffocated by these really tall looming buildings and there is just as they say she's in right in the middle of a concrete jungle but there you have it if she yeah. says that this is a place that she finds beautiful who are you to uh, say anything and then <coughs> and then it uh, just goes to show you that you know uh, for many people uh, uh, the definitions of beauty the definitions of solace the definition of having made it and things like that are i mean to an objective or a first world eye or whatever could be you know substandard quote unquote and yet such is the struggle such is this real intense couple that so many uh, of our countrymen are you know uh, sort of involved in on a daily basis that anything <clears throat> that elevates them let's say even in a materialistic sense is such a big bargain it's such a big victory you know so i thought that the film was was quite astute quite smart in in uh, in evaluating or assessing uh that <clears throat> what does this triumph even look like and uh, that scene i very much liked and i thought okay now this is a film that uh, i'm going to get in you know i i didn't say that to myself literally but you know those th- it was just <clears throat> one of those things and uh, yeah yeah right yeah that's a lovely scene that's a lovely point also because uh yeah it it's it's so uh, you are so right about you know the way most of us have sort of our aspirations wears different masks in a way because uh, our aspirations on the contrary would be to go and settle down in a sort of a rustic environment while a lot of other people's aspirations would be to yeah. live in a concrete jungle which says so much because you know the we uh, as most of us at least in within our, our little bubble of existence here in bombay are sick of concrete jungles and we would hate to uh, you know be part of that so yeah those those little moments and the, there are details like this scattered throughout the film which which obviously as you said makes it a very astutely observational middle class sort of nice portrait of and not just like two women sort of uh, uh, slash you know uh, lashing out against the men in their lives because it's it's really not that and i like the fact that uh you know alankrita even as a writer she didn't really follow through with the threads of uh say the building scam you know the the fact that they were paying the installments of yeah. the, the emis of the building <clears throat> and when the new when they were watching the news on, on the television the reactions weren't melodramatic the husband is like oh thank god you know we did, paid only a 
little of it and we didn't pay the whole thing and the and the wife who's been you know sort of uh, very shadily paying uh, being selling off her jewelry and sort of scamming her office to pay the emis and konkana as usual stands out in that very small moment with her face immediately registers a shock that alankrita didn't actually follow through through the rest of the film because in any other film that would have been sort of a hook in the narrative you know like the, you know the builders have sort of entered and a middle class family getting scammed out of their life savings is a huge deal so the fact that it sort of still concentrated its energies its focus on the central theme of the film of the two women finding uh, uh, some sort of liberation and when i say liberation that doesn't mean uh, it in the literal sense at all because uh, the the film always works towards uh, them sort of uh, finding that even though we have seen uh, you know even though that whole um, it felt kind of convenient and familiar that konkana decides to sort of have an affair with uh, uh, with a delivery boy and uh, you know with a college going delivery boy so to say and 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 the fact that she um, uh, bhumi decides to sort of um, wants to lose her virginity to the man she sort of taken a fancy on and calling and they both discover uh, uh, things later on so i i like the fact that you know the energies remain focused there and the uh, and what stood out for me most in this film and as in most along as in alankrita's most of her filmography while writing the review i realized that she also directed a couple of maiden even episodes uh, and yeah. especially final episode of maiden even yeah, yeah. where the, there's the sex scene between arjun mathur and vikrant mase which was one of the best sex scenes i've seen in hindi cinema and you know the way she films sex is for me a big deal because sex in general in indian cinema uh, cannot is the elephant in the room and it it is always sort of Uh, overwhelming uh, the the sensibilities of a storyteller or a filmmaker they always act coy about it and the way alankrita film sex i don't see uh, any other modern filmmaker new age filmmaker who's done that here in a while because uh, that scene in made in heaven then uh, as well as so many scenes in uh, lipstick under my burqa uh, especially the masturbation scene of ratna pataksha i mean they, they all of them and, and the sex scene here where uh both of them it, it's sort of cross cut between both of them having sex with their respective lovers i thought it was extremely well done and it, it sort of doesn't concentrate on the big moments of the act uh, like you know you'd see most filmmakers cutting to like hands clutching your backs or uh, some of them moaning or sort of achieving an orgasm and something like that here they were concentrating on so many other things that scene between vikrant mase and bhumi pednekar where they first uh, you know where they, in agra i think where they decide to uh, have sex with each other and the way he sort of uh, goes about the act and she asks him to wear a condom and the way he looks down it's all these small little moments i thought that were so very well captured and beautifully performed because it must be extremely difficult to do something like that uh especially uh, i am not saying i mean you are as a performer hired to do the most difficult things but in a country like india it gets all the more difficult because at the back of your mind is also the history of sex in cinema or in uh, in literature so you know it's it sort of i felt like the performers really outdid themselves in the intimate moments in this uh, film and the film really normalized uh, uh, sex and it didn't let us uh, sort of it had not even close to a lecherous gaze and it didn't let us uh, look at female sexuality as female sexuality it just made it look like sexuality which was a very big deal yeah makes sense and uh, and just extending your point about you know uh, the the whole thing about the building scam and all of that and again i i would like to think that that's just such smart fine observation i mean and i know that because i have a uh, <clears throat> a personal data point uh for this so i mean because uh, things like these are so common i mean an uncle of mine he had bought a property in faridabad and uh, which has gone through i mean ex- the exact same uh, followed the exact same trajectory you know i mean uh, a bunch of people uh, they came together and and they sort of like pulled in money to you know uh, buy a uh, book flats in uh, in a building but it's been going on forever and uh, uh, <clears throat> and the last i spoke to him i mean 
a year ago or whatever they have come to a conclusion that this will probably uh, not fructify uh, in, in in the near future and i remember being quite shocked myself uh, when i heard it uh, because i knew that uh, this was in the plans for him for quite some time but i remember there was this uh this expression of almost stale resignation on his face uh while he was telling me this i mean there was no sadness definitely there was no obviously shock also because i mean i'm sure he knew this information for quite some time but even then i mean you can relay your sadness or whatever loss with some kind of uh with some kind of shock or 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 things like that but i i was quite uh, <clears throat> i mean for me it was more remarkable that he had kind of just accepted it as his lot pun unintended you know that that theek hai i mean this happened ab kya kar sakte hain it's not as if this was something that was totally not on the cards or you know sure it's it's just one of the one of the things that's happened and sure it's bad but is that is it really so unexpected probably not so i mean it was it was that uh, that touch that i thought was uh, was very uh, uh was quite Im- impressive and i think uh, uh that that comes as a result of uh, a filmmaker or a writer being really observant being really i mean uh knowing what you are uh, how people react in certain situations and all of that and i think that's that's a very very important quality to have uh, as a storyteller and uh, <clears throat> uh so so yeah i mean uh, and 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 there are several examples in the film where uh uh alankrita's observation and the way she sort of doesn't make a big deal out of so many things again something i very much appreciate uh either in writing or in cinema or whatever that uh, that really stuck uh, that really uh, stuck out for me and as uh, with respect to sex scenes i mean i'll i'll largely agree because uh, i think the point is that a lot of uh, hindi filmmakers treat sex as some kind of a choreography you know it's not even <clears throat> i mean it's 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 a choreography of human bodies which i understand may work for a few films which are just so out there in terms of their aesthetics and style and stuff like that say like a karan johar movie or say like i mean uh <coughs> the whole the kurbans of the world and stuff like that right you are like theek hai chalo kar rahe hain theek hai like whatever you know yeah. uh because uh, th- this kind of dominant uh, aesthetic is uh, is let's say i mean mainstream hindi cinema's default language or whatever yeah. now the point is <coughs> not every story is like that not every filmmaker is like that but that's the whole that's the peril of a dominant narrative anyway right i mean uh, what uh uh what is specific to a certain kind of people or class of people becomes mainstream and it just becomes you know a story becomes the story and so so when a lot of filmmakers try to do uh, copy that or try to you know whatever i mean not to say that that uh, that aesthetic itself has become i mean incredibly jaded and it just doesn't leave you with any it doesn't serve the story it doesn't you know it it kind of feels like a bland song that you want uh to be over with quickly so that you can get to the story that scene itself does not become a part of the story which is unfortunate and and what people don't understand a lot of filmmakers or hindi filmmakers don't understand is that apart from the fact that i mean sex in itself is a messy confusing liberating joyous experience and 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 all of that and more uh <clears throat> it's uh, the fact is that it it also comes with a lot of baggage for a lot of folks right i mean especially say a film <coughs> like dolly kitty and, and there have been several films like that i mean uh, but they don't uh, what do you call it they they don't extend that logic uh, to uh, the sex scenes themselves that you know i mean so so uh, but alankrita's uh, approach to it is quite uh, is quite refreshing because you you are always in the film you you can even mm-hmm. while they are having sex or or whether it could be another moments of say carnal bliss or some romantic uh, over uh, <clears throat> romantic interaction so to speak you the 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 confusions the indecisions the hesitancy and all of that the characters have otherwise they take them along uh, in a uh, uh in moments of uh, romantic or sexual intimacy which obviously may sound so obvious to uh, which may sound obvious to a lot of people uh, and it should be but that's 
as you know that's not the case in so many hindi films so yeah that that's exactly uh, even what i like that the scene where bhumi uh, character sex with vikrant mas's character for the first time uh, I, I, and you know they it, it's sort of such an awkward uh, non orchestrated sequence uh, where you know for a fact while watching them that having sex is a big deal to her but it is yeah. not a big deal to the film like in the film it is still two people going about their relationship discovering each other and there is no background music to uh, to highlight there are no fancy angles and aesthetic light choices to highlight yeah. the the uh, physical intimacy of the scene because the film is still treating it as just another act the way they talk on the phone and but for bhumi it's a big deal because she's losing her virginity and you can sense that distinction <sighs> between character and film and that i feel is a very uh, as you said even though it should be common sense it really is not especially in a culture where uh, you know we sort of thrive on uh, the, talking about it and doing it behind closed doors all the time and it's it's basically it's it's so emblematic of that particular uh, world we live in and i i felt like this film is is such a uh, i mean it is this film and even the previous film it's it's really a very good learning module for a lot of filmmakers who struggle with uh, the expression of physical intimacy on screen or of of showing it on screen and uh, most of us do even in real life so you know just to uh, convey that struggle onto the screen uh, without you know uh, and and by by sort of making your performers trust you the way somehow alankrita manages to across both her films and across that web series too uh, is quite a uh, you know it is something that deserves huge merit you know despite her screenplay flaws despite a lot of uh, sort of uh, pacing issues with her films i think uh, you know i i definitely be very interested to see her arc and i'd be more than happy you know it's very easy to say that oh she just makes one kind of film and she's not evolving with any film but the but the point is this is already very evolved storytelling in a sense this is already a very evolved view of life and a progressive view of life and uh, a very observant view so to even be in this sort of uh, zone this sort of comfort zone is a big deal mm-hmm. and and uh, you know I, even if she makes another film like this uh, that doesn't mean she's making the same film over and over again say like an imtiaz ali or something else because those are very sanitized or very romanticized versions of life but this is uh life itself and you know there is no end to the way life can be uh, depicted on the screen yeah absolutely and i think that intensely point is bang on first of all i mean i'm really not much uh, on the bandwagon of oh this individual makes one film over and over again i mean you really need to for that really need to go back to the history of cinema and <clears throat> you can just pick up 10 masters from any culture country whatever and uh, i mean you will find marked commonalities i mean and like what what do you say now that ozu kept just making family dramas and that's you know that I, i don't think that's a very uh, smart uh, uh, even superficial reading of a filmography uh, for that matter i think as long as uh, and again uh, matlab this comes to the whole point of what I, i think we briefly touched upon in the last this thing not so briefly i think uh, was the whole thing of slotting a filmmaker all the whole obsession with labels or genres or things like that right i mean you <clears throat> you i mean a filmmaker can should be really allowed to just uh, be given a free reign with respect to you know uh, uh, uh exercise a gray cells in all the ways possible and so what if it's largely in the same realm i mean there are just so many uh, uh filmmakers who do that and like uh, you're not going to say to say uh, like somebody like say kashyap or whatever that you know oh or i mean uh, with respect to imtiaz ali sure a lot of people have been saying that and for a good reason though but you know it's uh, it's a little unfair i would i would say that uh, that if people uh have to say pick up a, film, a female film, filmmaker and say that oh look all your films are about uh, uh, quote and quote uh, female empowerment or things like that i think that's very unfair uh to begin with and secondly i don't think there's anything wrong in picking uh, in sticking to a genre or not even a genre or or, or say a world uh, uh, largely uh, <clears throat> but as long as each film of yours 
depicts or engages intellectually engages is a different aspect of it as long as you're doing that and as long as you're literally no, uh, uh, not uh, producing photocopies of your own work i think that's fine you know because uh, it's a it's a huge huge world obviously it's it's so complex as well and uh, and i mean uh, one film i'm uh is often not enough to do justice to you know uh your intellectual curiosity and i think uh, and i don't think uh, uh although i mean on the surface i said at the start of the film you can find commonalities between these two films but i would say that that's heartening <coughs> fuck i hope there's not corona <coughs> sorry uh, uh but uh what's really interesting is what she chooses to do with it beyond a point right and uh, and here you can see that there is there's enough that's going on uh, that tells you at least for me that i i was very i'm i'm very impressed by uh, alankrita's work i mean again not seen turning 30 but lipstick under my burqa made in heaven uh, dolly kitty i'll definitely watch anything that she makes next i mean because yeah. i i i have a sense that there's something very interesting going on here and uh, i would like to see where she goes on from here and it's it's obviously a different matter altogether whether i like them or not and things like that but uh, i definitely do think she's a very promising filmmaker and it's uh, it's very heartening uh, to to uh, see her follow up uh, lipstick with a work like this for sure yeah i i genuinely feel she has a curiosity about uh, the way she looks at the world and it, it sort of she puts puts different pieces of herself into every film and i feel like that comes out even though the films may be similar in tones or themes i don't see why not because you know life is technically a series of routines and repeating them in different ways again and again if life can be like that i don't see why films can't be the same way because you are basically if you want to uh, live the same thing over again in a different way uh then you know and if it's if it's something worth saying or worth expressing then i i don't see why not because you get better every time you do it and uh, once you and once it's something as uh, crucial or something as important to you then i don't see why not and i think alankrita is doing a very good job of say uh, of you know sticking to uh, what she really wants to tell us about this world about this country about this culture and i feel so far you know uh, I, even i haven't seen turning 30 but whatever i've seen in the last 3 uh, or 4 years i feel like it's it's a very promising career and as you said even i will be uh, very much looking forward to uh, what she does in the future both as writer and director uh, yeah i guess um, tanul anything else to add or yeah just done? a final point i mean yeah. i was thinking uh, i've been thinking of making this point for quite some time <clears throat> i'm just a little wary of saying these things because i mean obviously because of my gender but also just i mean these things have just become blown up uh, <clears throat> and kind of been appropriated in weird ways so whatever but still i'll say it. so the whole point is that i think uh, <clears throat> this would have been a, obviously a very very different film had a male mm. uh, filmmaker made it right very different not just in terms of <clears throat> obviously uh, uh the gendered point of view of it but also in terms of i mean uh how you look at uh, say a city how you look at say gig economy how you say look at and it's so refreshing and so important man i think because <clears throat> we have just been so i mean uh, uh there's been a definitely a sense of narrative fatigue with respect to uh uh male fil- filmmakers trying to go in 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 a, in a certain uh, uh, uh territory and after a point i mean some, uh, some of them do a great job some of them like you can just see that i mean they've run out of ideas they've run out of say personal experiences or things like that or or maybe it's just been done <coughs> if, uh, so much in different variations even some of it maybe be good you just you just crave for a different voice you just crave for a different viewpoint and i think it also i mean uh, 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 matters because i mean we are men and things like that whatever right so i mean i it, i i definitely feel that you know uh, <clears throat> with a with a different viewpoint which which is why it was so important right when uh, people like sanra kashyap or himanshu dhulia and even amtiaz ali uh, before he went nuts i think uh, uh, when they came from you know different parts of the country they came from the small towns or say ajay deepsani or whatever 
and and then you had like a, a, a viewpoint that was so different say from a bandra west or like south bombay and things like that right similarly i would i would like to argue that you know uh, the emergence of somebody like say alankrita is just uh, is so important uh, that you know uh, that she comes from a specific background uh, that she comes from i mean uh, and and the way she interprets a uh, 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 say feminine desire or a bunch of other things uh, is i think is really crucial uh, if we if we want diverse uh, stories to be played out in hindi cinema and not just diverse stories but somebody like alankrita i i i, I mentioned specifically specifically because uh, she's also really very talented so i mean it i uh, for me that was something also that struck uh, uh, struck out uh, struck out while watching the film because i thought perhaps this uh, uh, this point of view uh, would not have been possible if say this were made by say a film a male filmmaker and things like that so i think that's also really important and uh, i don't uh, which is i i also feel that uh, if at all there's a criticism that she oh she makes the same kind of films over and over again is kind of unfair and uh, in certain ways unwarranted too that's that's all Absolutely. from me yeah yeah no that's that's an excellent point to sort of end the podcast with and i'm glad you mentioned it because i'm sure we'll have an opportunity to touch upon it again and again the more we talk about these films because uh, you know i i don't like using the term female filmmaker or male filmmaker or whatever it is yeah. but you know in a country like this where you need diverse stories Uh, you know an anurag kashyap telling a story of uh, you know of gangs of vasepur uh, and sort of telling and you know saying something close to his roots and same with imtiaz ali coming from a certain background or, or any other filmmaker for that extent and zoya akhtar sort of, sort of touching upon the film industry in luck by chance and sort of yeah. shining a light on her own upbringing as an insider in the industry you need those stories it's not so much about gender anymore it's about but it's about the perspective it's about the gaze Uh, that different sort of people, different genders look at the world with. So it's not that women need to tell only women stories. They can actually tell male stories, but the female gaze of a male stories is so is so different from uh, a male gaze of yeah. a male story. And and that's what's important. That's why you know, like, uh, it's very uh, easy to simplify it, saying we need more fil- female filmmakers or need more. Uh, need less male directors or something it's very easy to sort of oversimplify it saying that that uh, we need more female stories but the gaze is what's important because we all have such different ways of looking at the world and i think that individuality comes through uh, more so when it comes to intelligent observant filmmakers like say alankrita or a zoya akhtar or or you know anyone like that so it's not really so much about gender anymore as as diverse as we need it right now So yeah, I mean that's that's a sort of strong note to end the podcast on. Uh, thanks, Anul, again for joining me. Hopefully, we'll be back soon no with problem. another very interesting film. Um, see you soon. Definitely.